Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, September 12th edition, post-Monday Night Raw. This show brought to you by DraftBeast.com. Go to DraftBeast.com for the most fun you will have playing daily fantasy sports. You can join their goon games where you uh, pick the most penalized players. You uh, play games where you pick the worst teams possible. Much more difficult than one might expect, my friends. Also, check out on it. Go to our podcast page over at Fightful.com, click any of those podcasts, and you'll see that on it link. Check out their great supplements, their great equipment, their great apparel. WWE superstars like Bailey, Cesaro, Seth Rollins, Triple H, I'll use it. Also, uh, the unknockoutable UFC fighter, CM Punk, will also be, uh, is also a user of on it. Uh, guys, no Rob McCarron tonight. He is MIA. However, uh, Alex Pawlowski will be joining us in, in moments, rather. But we have Monday Night Raw to talk about tonight. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Unfortunately, no hat eating on this show. None at all. But, uh, yeah, Monday Night Raw tonight, it really dragged for me. Until, until the final segment. That, to be expected out of Roman Reigns and, and Kevin Owens, really. But WWE kind of swerved us. I, and I like it. I love it. And some people would be like, you know, maybe a little disappointed in my line of work if if they got worked hard by by the likes of Rusev and Lana. But good, it made it unpredictable. A lot of people still thought that that Rusev and Lana were on vacation. They're not on vacation. They're not on their honeymoon. They are chilling backstage at Raw waiting to attack Roman Reigns. Good. They needed to set up something else. But this really makes me wonder – Will Triple H ever even factor into this? Like, what was there has to be something, there has to be some sort of resolution. I'm okay with them, them waiting a little bit, I'm okay with them taking some time, I'm okay with them letting it play out. But I'm very interested to see how Triple H f- factors into this the more he's gone because the more he's gone, it makes me just keep wondering and wondering and wondering. So, yeah, Monday Night Raw. Like I said, Alex Pawlowski will be joining us very shortly. But, yeah, this Monday Night Raw, let's go ahead and get it, get, get it started. We, we kicked off. <laughs> we kicked off. Well, actually, uh, before we get into Monday Night Raw, I want to talk about Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon got hurt. Training. 71 years old, this guy. Don't know what he was doing. They said he was training. I assume he was lifting weights. 
He's got to undergo surgery, and he's going to be back in the office Wednesday. He was not at Raw tonight. I, I asked around, and I was told he wasn't. He's not at Raw tonight, not going to be at SmackDown tomorrow, but he will be back in the office Wednesday, I'm told. Uh, best best wishes to him. There are also rumors that he's been a little upset over creative lately, and the guy has to realize it all goes through him. Ultimately, it all goes through him. So you can't be that upset with it. You can't be that frustrated with it. If if you're the one nixing things, I remember it was Krista Joseph who currently, he's one of the, the head honchos over at Lucha Underground. He told me that if you sent Vince McMahon 99 or 100 ideas, probably 99 of them would get shot down. That doesn't sound too promising. Not a good thing. Either way, we had Monday Night Raw tonight, and this had to follow a backlash show in which many didn't expect to be excellent, but it was excellent. So WWE's got this Monday Night Raw episode sandwiched right in between their Cruiserweight Classic show on Wednesday. Speaking of programming note, I'll be bringing you a show with Showdown Joe Wednesday evening, and then myself and Alex Palowski will be bringing you the Fightful Podcast, an abbreviated edition following the Cruiserweight Classic. I took a look look at the schedule. I had somebody say the other day when when I say, oh, I didn't know there was a show this Sunday that I'm full of shit. had no idea Cruiserweight Classic finals were this Wednesday. There's a lot of stuff going on, a ton of stuff going on. So, yeah, we are doing a post-Cruiserweight uh, Classic show. I think that is certainly a big enough show to mandate it or to, to bring us a reason to give you a show and things of that nature. Alex Pawlowski now here on the show, coming in clutch at the last minute. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, just uh, got out of uh, doing live coverage for Raw for three hours and uh, pleasantly surprised. <laughs> And as I just told them, we're doing Cruiserweight Classic coverage after the show Wednesday. You're covering that show live, I do believe, correct? I am. I can't wait. It should be great. It's the first time that they're doing stuff that we don't know what the outcome is ahead of time. So that should be really cool. They've also been posting some exclusive stuff up on up on YouTube. Yeah, uh, which is really great. I'm uh, The matches they posted were both excellent. Uh, another couple of uh, great opportunities to for those guys to show off and uh, show they deserve some contracts. Um, one of them was a really cool match between Cedric Alexander and Oni Lorkin, who used to be Biff Busick. Uh, was a great match. Uh, those two work really well together. And if Cedric's going to spend some time in NXT, I would love to see a program between those two. Somebody asked me. They say you're looking at the wrong camera. Why are we watching on the side camera? Because that's the one I have set up right now. Just doing something a little different, guys. Just moved my camera a little bit. Just shaking it Just up. A little Just shaking it up a little bit. I got to keep you guys on your toes. I know you want to look into these beautiful eyes as much as possible. But sometimes I don't want to make eye contact. Maybe that's not the kind of mood I'm in. Maybe I, I want to keep things fresh. Maybe I want you all to see my profile this way. <laughs> it's like it's like your mugshot. Turn to the left, turn to the right. Exactly. Yeah. By the way, guys, I have republished or will be republishing Finding Muhammad Hassan. It was an article that I did on Wrestling Inc. And I retained the rights to it. Everything that I wrote there, I retained the rights to. Uh, And we did post a full interview that I did from January on YouTube today. Go to uh, Fightful's YouTube and check that out. Subscribe to us. Leave us a thumbs up. All that good stuff. It really helps. As always, 
share the pages, Facebook, Facebook groups, Twitter, Reddit, all that stuff really, really helps. The more you share, the more traffic we get, the more traffic we get, the more great writers we can bring in, the more great podcasters we can bring in. Uh, Some of you saw the Matt Riddle podcast that we started last Thursday. That's going to continue. All kinds of cool stuff coming from Fightful.com. So definitely support the site. It means a lot. But the Muhammad Hassan thing, I thought that I would republish it. And what I did was I added some of my own comments towards the end of it, a little behind the scenes of making that that long-form feature. And then I'm doing a follow-up, which should release next week. I'm thinking next week. It looks like it'll be a slow week. So Eric says, got it. Fair enough about the camera. Thumbs up to Eric. Great dude. One of our great followers. But yeah, the Muhammad Hassan thing, I'm the only guy he's spoken to for a wrestling interview in, in years. So I called him up before Fightful launch, and I said, hey, do you mind speaking to me again? It would be very important, very helpful towards our launch. And he said, without hesitation, absolutely. So uh, big thanks to him. That will drop very soon, so check it out. Monday Night Raw, Alex. What, what yeah. did you think of it as, as a whole? You seem a lot more optimistic than I. Um, I, uh, I, liked, I liked a lot of it uh, and also didn't like some of it a lot. You're uh, you're on that post Rusev high, is what I you am because I can see the future. Uh, I can see through time. Uh, I I thought from the very beginning uh, that it was going to be Rusev who came in and, and ran in because they keep putting him uh, on all the promotional stuff for Clash of Champions. The U.S. title has to be defended, and he's got nobody to work with. They're not going to build up some other challenger in two weeks. So then there was always unfinished business left between him and Roman. So uh, I was hoping that there was going to be that. And it was, it was really good for a change to show Rusev strong, uh, sure. which they have not been doing. And I'm a big fan of his. So looking forward. They, to they, swerved, they swerved the shit out of me because they had been saying, we're on vacation for two weeks, blah, 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 blah. Good. I like it. I like being swerved. I'm a fan of that. It was unpredictable. I really liked it. I loved that that match. I loved the final segment. I thought that was excellent. Michael Cole, Booty Saxton, and Corey Graves opening the show. Man, Byron Saxton is terrible. Meanwhile, Michael Cole has kind of stepped up his game since Corey Graves came along. And I think he knew that Corey Graves was going to do this because Michael Cole, he groomed Corey Graves from this spot. Byron Saxton just, he's that guy that just, makes the most obvious observations and you're like, dude, shut up. I I love how much vocal disdain Corey Graves has for Byron Saxton. Yes. He just shuts him down so hard and it, 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 it never feels like a shoot entirely, but there are those vibes occasionally. Saxton is such a dork. Really is. Well, yeah, maybe he's not a dork, but the guy that they have behind that mic saying those things is is such a dork. And I, I wish I don't know if it's that's his announcing style. I don't know if they're saying, "Hey, be completely void of any character." Yeah, it's pretty bad. Mick Foley's out. He hypes up Clash of Champions and congratulates SmackDown on crowning their uh, first ever women's champion. He says that they still have the best women's action in WWE and brings out uh, Charlotte and Dana Brooke. 
We get Charlotte running Dana down, and I love how much Charlotte just hates Dana Brooke thing. It is such a a who there was that movie Mean Girls mm-hmm. and the Rachel McAdams character that hated her best friend. That's yeah. who Charlotte is. She hates her best friend. She really hates her. And I it's so great, Alex. Yeah, I uh I really like it too. Uh I don't like it in a lot of ways too because I just feel really bad for Dana Brooke. <laughs> you know, she's like in this horribly abusive relationship and she just can't seem to extricate herself from it. So I feel really bad for her. Like we need to send her to a battered protege center or something. She it's just not it's not good. Uh but uh but Charlotte seems to be having so much fun with just being just awful. And I think that's really that's really good for, for the women's division and for her as a character. We had Sasha and Bailey come out, fully announced Sasha Banks versus Charlotte for Clash of Champions. Bailey wants in on the action because she beat Charlotte last week. Dana Brooke tries to step up and say something and ends up smacking Charlotte and getting herself involved in the match. This match was fine. Not the greatest match you'll ever see, but it was it was a solid match. Ended a bit controversially. Sasha Banks pinned Bailey, but her shoulders were absolutely on the mat. Alex, do you think this is going to play a role moving forward? Uh, well, I, I would hope so. I mean, even I mean, if it if it wasn't intended to look like a double pin, then it was not done right. And if it was intended to look like a double pin, uh, Bailey didn't really have any part of her covering Sasha, so that was also. Well, a lot of- a lot of people said that, but when Shawn Michaels did that super kick and then he falls on people and pins them thing, like I feel like he did that with Triple H. Yeah. He never – nobody was ever covering him either. That's true. I mean, I, I hope it, it, it turns out to be a, a double pin that they come back to it, but I thought they were going to before the end of the night if that was going to be the plan. So I, I'm all for a Bailey sasha charlotte triple threat match. Like that would be my jam, but uh, I'll also take uh, Sasha Charlotte again, provided that uh, so- Charlotte stops trying to kill Sasha. There were once rumors that the plan for WrestleMania was Dana Brooke versus Charlotte. I could see it. I could absolutely see it, especially if this abuse continues for, oh, five months. Right. Because this, this would be very much – Dana is nothing special. She's really not. But you know who also wasn't anything special? A guy by the name of Virgil. <laughs> yeah. And he got over really well just because Ted DiBiase treated him like shit. Now, granted, Charlotte ain't Ted DiBiase. She nope. sure as hell isn't Ted DiBiase. But they created a great moment. And really, that was after that, after Virgil won, turned and then won the million-dollar title, that was it for him. He was, he was a cooked goose after that. But if you can get that moment out of Dana Brooke, then sure, whatever. She'll be probably more serviceable than one Virgil was. Right. Backstage, Shining Stars are selling somebody a uh, timeshare to Puerto Rico. They do a big reveal, and it's our truth. Crickets. Wow. Crickets. Oh, man. Yeah. We got a little Enzo and Cass interaction after that. That was... You said you said extricate. I hear your phone ringing over there. I know. The I'm of... The I'm tune getting, of Mario Brothers? That's right. I'm, that's my that's my Twitter notification. I'm getting I'm blowing up. I'm blowing up. Oh, people like you. People do like you on this show, Alex. <laughs> well, I try I, to not have 
I try to not have absent-minded jabronis on here, which, you know, sometimes I do have Vince Russo on here, so I right. can't say that. But I do have – I have some luminaries like Vince Russo and Matt Riddle and Showdown Joe. But, I mean, you do cover a lot of shows for us, so I think that lends some unique insight because, well, like I said, you do, you do some of our most popular work on the website. Well, I, I like doing it, and I'm glad everybody enjoys it. Uh, I, I watch all this stuff, so – at least I'm I'm informed in that way. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Tom Phillips backstage with Kevin Owens, who takes shots at uh, Roman Reigns and Mick Foley. This this was just him putting himself over. Chris Jericho appears, though, like eerily. Like he's just there wait, supporting his best friend. And he said that he's found a guest, Sami Zayn, who is Kevin Owens' former best friend. I love that Chris Jericho is so obsessed with Kevin Owens that he's going after his old best friend now. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a pretty awesome. Uh, it's, it's a good piece of continuity because uh, I always like when whatever feud you're in means something rather than, Hey, you bumped into me in the hallway or, you know, you cut in line and catering and now I don't like you like this. This really feels like it means something. It's, it's Chris Jericho doing a, you know, a, a little fatal attraction here with uh, with Sami Zayn. Uh, so there's 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 some legs, I think, with this. I do too. I don't think there are legs with this Bo Dallas beating Jobbers thing. First off, they have to actively work to find Jobbers smaller than him. Yeah. <laughs> and he tells a little poem, and he beats him. Okay, cool. What I, I liked his old motivational speaker gimmick. I liked that. I thought that was good. I think that he should have been the guy who went on an unlikely winning streak. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. They they did. Sammy, a, do you remember the thing that that they did right after? Uh, I can't remember what it, it was last year, and he came out to like answer Brock Lesnar. You know, griping uh, Paul Heyman griping about something Brock Lesnar did, and then he took like seventeen suplexes and an F five. And then for like a week after that, he had a new hard edge about him. And then they gave up on that. Um, I'm all for him being a more serious character because, I mean, he was really great in NXT. And then he came to the main roster and they just kind of forgot about him. But whatever this is, I don't think it's going to work because the Andrew Dice Clay uh, hickory dickory doc thing is not going to go over, I don't think. It went over in the 80s. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of. Chris Jericho and Sami Zayn on the highlight reel. Uh, (laughs) Jericho praises his best buddy, Kevin Owens, saying that uh, Tom Cruise will likely portray him in a movie about his life. That was a great line. Chris Jericho says that Foley pulled Owens from his show tonight. So instead, he went and got Owens' old best friend, Sami Zayn, and introduces Sami Zayn as the lowest of the low. They, They bicker back and forth. Sammy says that Jericho is nothing but Owen's bitch, and then Jericho hits him with a code breaker and walks off. This is happening at Clash of Champions. Cool. I'm fine with that. That's a really good match to add to Clash of Champions, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously not every match is going to be contested for for a title. Uh, so if, if that's one of the non-title ones, I'm cool with that. Uh, I like uh, the sucker punch with a phone. As a uh, as a new maneuver for Jericho, he could bring that out uh, as often as he needs to replace his phone. Maybe his two year plan is up, and he's he's going to get a new one. 
but uh, but yeah, I, I, by the way, I looked at our site metrics the other day and it breaks down like a lot of stuff, like what kind of cell phone type oh, that wow. people are using. That's, that's what Google does. Like 0.3% somehow viewed our website via Nokia. Oh, wow. That's, I didn't know Nokia still made phones, let alone ones that could access Fightful.com. Well, I think I had a Nokia that could access the internet, but it was not a, a smartphone. This was like 2003. So if somebody kept that around for a while, then maybe they've still gotten some uh, minutes on that. I'm sure, I'm sure on their track phone. I'm sure I'm off on the percentage, but I saw Nokia and I was like, wow, that's all BlackBerry. Otherwise, it was like 49% Android, 49% uh, iOS, hmm. and then, you know, like 0% something BlackBerry, things of that nature. We had Seamus versus Cesaro, match number five. Cesaro won. This, in my opinion, was the, the I don't want to say the worst because it wasn't a bad match, but the least of the matches that they've had thus far that I have seen. I do like that Cesaro won by cheating. I love it. I think that's great. I, what I like even more is that Corey Graves, who kind of portrays a heel, says, I don't care who it is. I like it when people do what they have to do. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still old school enough to think, why are there even rules if not even the good guys are going to obey them? You know, sure. just, well, just everybody, no matter, just if, if the ref sees it, that's oh, fine. You can have your feet on the ropes. Oh, listen, Alex, I like to think of myself as a good guy, <laughs> as a good person. But the amount of cheating that I have done in my own gym to my own teammates during practice sessions is unbelievable been locked in an arm bar, looked at the door and said, is that Tim McGraw? Pulled a Cartman on them. And it worked. And I got out of the arm bar. There have been times where I fake tapped. Sure. I'm not as good as them. Whatever I got to do. There have been times when I said, did you hear that? The buzzers, the buzzer just sounded. And they're like, oh, okay. They let me go. And I put on a rear naked choke. You do what you got to do. I rubbed drywall in an 18 year old's eyes one time that, that had top control. <laughs> I, hate go, go it, I, hate to, I hate to break it to you, boss, but you're not a good guy rubbing drywall hey, in people's eyes. Hey, now. Hey, you know what? Maybe that's what the heels are missing. The heels need to think that they're good guys. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a good person, but I'm yeah. not above cheating. Yeah. Neither was Cesaro, and I like that. I like that he had to do it. Hey, Eddie Guerrero oh, was yeah. a good guy. But yep. I mean, that was his whole gimmick is that he yeah, I lie, I cheat, I steal. Yeah. yeah. I, I want, I want Cesaro to start coming out to that as his new entrance music. Oh God. I don't know about all that, but <laughs> I, Hey, he got the win. This is going all four. He's going to win next week. They're going to fight at Clash of Champions. That's what's up. Stephanie McMahon is in Singapore. You buying that? Is she there? I don't, I don't know. know. Who cares? She's not at raw. Hey, they get the cool. big they, 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 they should have had her emasculate somebody by phone. <laughs> yeah, or, or via Skype. Yes, that would have been cool. Alicia Fox versus Nia Jax. Boy, Nia Jax beat the living shit out of Alicia Fox. Do you think they're writing off Alicia Fox right now? Uh, I don't know. I hadn't even considered that. Um, it, I, I love Nia Jax. That, they, they said, okay, you... Do it, do what you can to this woman who six years ago was Divas champ. 
you know, and and she, she tore her apart. I mean, that spear through the barricade, the thing she does where she stands with her back toward the, the, toward the barricade and just slings her back and forth by her Oh, hair. that was great. That was, oh, holy God, that was amazing. Is that the first time we've seen women break the barricade? It, it might be. Who else is doing they, that? They're breaking barriers here in the WWE, Alex. That's right. Yeah, that's right. The Divas Revolution. It's a, it's I liked it. I like. I liked the segment. I thought it was cool. I love Alicia Fox. She plays yeah. the crazy. Like, and you have people say, "Oh, I don't want her to play the stereotypical crazy." No, shut the hell up because she plays it better than anybody. Like, yeah. if if she would have gotten a lot of the pushes that the other crazy characters did, then she would have done well. It. it and it's not the same as Mickey James, in my opinion. Mickey James was the obsessed fan, and AJ Lee was just love struck by everybody. This the, is a little different, but I love yeah. Alicia Fox. Yeah, I, I love her too. I, I'm I'm hoping that that maybe she's off for a little while and comes back and has a serious program with Nia, sure. where she where she doesn't take her too lightly or or whatever. Um, uh, the way they're building Nia, I don't know who gets who gives hands her her first loss. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's pretty brutal the way she's handling people. Well, she I mean, had a big baby face reaction. Yeah. Yeah. People, people really loved that. I, I did. I would, I pop for it at home. Well, uh, I mean, there was a guy named Goldberg back in the day that used to beat the living shit out of people and not yeah. talk. And yeah. he got over pretty well. Yeah. Not saying that Nia Jax is Goldberg, but. The only woman that we haven't seen apart from Paige since the draft is Summer Ray. And I do not know what they're doing with her, but she might get sacrificed to Nia next. Hope so. Yeah. That should be fun. Either way, this is the best I think Nia Jax has looked in the main roster. Mm-hmm. And I hope Alicia Fox comes back and hits her with that sweet tilt-a-whirl backbreaker. You think she can get her up for it? Oh, man. I hope. Just once. It's, it's legitimately the best tilt-a-whirl backbreaker in wrestling. It's fantastic. It's, it's pretty great. It's unbelievable. A new day come out, and they—I they, love their swerve. They're yeah. like, "Let's see the old day segment from last week." Psych. <laughs> I love it because they shouldn't have people pitching to video segments. No. Anyway, because it's lame as shit. It's so stupid. It's so unnatural. It's so whack. And I love that these guys are like, "Nope." We then got Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson against Woods and Kofi Kingston. We had a lot of people saying, well, why are they doing this now if they're doing it at the pay-per-view? Well, you know, you're. why not? I, if you got to extend it, sure, why not? Now, Xavier Woods, the, the New Day, know, hey, maybe let's keep him out of the match at the pay-per-view. If he got pinned here tonight, they can even say that. Co- or Xavier can say that. Uh, this match was not special. It was not great. Nope. There was nothing to it. It, nope. it existed. Nope. Uh, the, the only thing of note for this entire segment I found was the idea of the new day burning the footage of the old day. Uh, the fact that the, that WWE is willing to realize when they, when they put something out that was straight toilet water and, and move, move beyond it and say, yeah, that was terrible. We're going to, we're never going to do that again. Okay. Uh, that was, I mean, it's good because uh, it shows they're learning, you know? Well, they haven't learned a whole lot because we had Jinder Mahal versus Jack Swagger up next. Now, I'll say this for Jack Swagger. Every time the man comes out, he gets a thunderous ovation because he has one of the great catchphrases in wrestling history. 
Yep. It works for him. And because of that, because of his affiliation, it's very much a Jim Duggan situation. Mm-hmm. Only Jack Swagger is much more talented than one Jim Duggan ever was. He worked as a heel. He worked as a babyface, but now he's losing to Jinder Mahal. And after the match, he breathed very heavily into a microphone. Jinder Mahal's doing some weird-ass peace gimmick. I almost thought they were going the Muhammad Hassan route, and I was like, ooh, maybe some people will Google Muhammad Hassan, and I'll get some hits off of this. Uh, no, not so much. Yeah. I- so first off, what do you think of this new peaceful Jinder Mahal? Well, it's better than what they were doing, which was nothing. And if they if they were doing something, he, he, he was coming out with, with part of his turban across his face. He looked like an ISIS soldier. It was not a good look. Did not work out very well. Uh, so I'm glad they're doing something different. He's the first time he's talked since he's been on the, the we, main roster. We had a, we had an ISIS sympathizer arrested in my hometown last week. Oh, well, in my for you. That's that's good. You've made the big time. Kind of uh, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'll I'll go for this whole peace thing. You know, it's it makes me wonder why you're then a professional fighter if you've already found your inner peace. But um, yeah, I mean, this gimmick worked really well for CJ Parker, so why not? Yeah, worked, worked really well, like gangbusters for old CJ. But uh, but I, I I just I don't I don't like the thing that if you're a foreigner, you're automatically just an a hole. And I just I don't I don't like that. That's a thing that that still exists in 2016. You know, 40 years after Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov and all those things that that what what we and traditionally thought of as, okay, well, you're just a bad guy because you're from somewhere else. And I'm hoping that eventually we get away from that, but not yet. Uh, I was shocked to see Jinder Mahal win with a regal cutter. Uh, and, uh, and you know, he won clean too. He didn't, he didn't cheat to beat uh, Jack Swagger at all. So um, that, that, that heavy breathing se- segment with him and Phil Philbin in the back uh, that was the most interesting Jack Swagger has been in years to me. I don't know where they're going with it, but at least it's not the dude who opens superstars. And it might be. In a couple of weeks, it might be still, because that's what they do. Epico beat Enzo Amore. Enzo loses all the time. Enzo, Enzo sucks at wrestling. That is his gimmick. He's a loudmouth that really sucks at wrestling. He's not yeah. good at it. They nope. don't try to mask it. Nope. They don't try to pretend that he's good nope. in a kayfabe or realistic sense. He is a really shitty wrestler with a big badass friend who happened to talk his way into a job. And I'm okay with it mm-hmm. because it leads me to believe that they'll do the, the apathetic route where he's like, well, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. I don't know if I'm, if I'm right. Maybe I'm holding you back. Maybe I'm holding you down. And then they go on like a badass tag run. That's what I'm expecting out of this, Alex. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with it other than obviously putting them in a program with shining stars. Yeah, that's like, stupid. Everyone was begging for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I honestly feel like Primo and Epico are really talented dudes who need a better gimmick to get over in any way. But they they would have really benefited from Carlito showing up because at least they could have been his cronies. Yeah, yeah that that would have been something. It would have been anything better than timeshare uh, representatives. 
Because that's what we all thought they were. We all thought they were joking that, and then tonight they actually had brochures made up. So they they've fully let's gone. see who is who hasn't been on TV lately. Goldust hasn't been on TV a lot. Uh, Mark Henry, Big Show. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't mind a Mark Henry and Big Show tag team at this point. Just have them kill something. Do do the APA thing. They just come out, they kill people, they leave. That, they would be great as the APA thing. They yeah. would. They would. I want I want a freestanding door frame in the back somewhere where they're playing cards and smoking cigars too. Not only that, it would be great if they didn't go through the door. They would just physically move the door yeah. <laughs> each time. They yeah. just throw the door to the side as they do it. I think Mark Henry and Big Show are good enough to take up two minutes of our TV time if Darren Young and Titus O'Neil get on this show. If Jinder Mahal beating Jack Swagger gets on this show, then I think that those two guys are more than capable. Yeah. They had some really good matches together, I want to say like four or five years ago, around the time they did the, the ring collapse thing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really liked that. I remember Big Show's DVD came out the year before that, and he was doing some of his best work like in the year after. So we are almost already through Raw, like 35 minutes into this show. Yep. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Now, before this, Kevin Owens cut a really awesome promo on Seth Rollins. Ooh, this was good. So good. He He talked about how everybody has always done the work for Seth Rollins. Whether it was Roman Reigns in the Shield, whether it was Kane, whether it was J&J Security, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H. And he says that now Rollins is upset that Triple H has seen the light. This was really, really good. Kevin Owens is awesome at his job. I don't know who to cheer for. I don't know who to boo. I just know that I'm entertained by these two guys. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens had their match. Seth Rollins got involved. Mick Foley restarted the match, but he said that there would be repercussions. Mick Foley did, rather. We don't know what those repercussions will be. What do you think they'll be, Alex? Gosh, I mean... uh... They're not going to take him out of the title match. Not now. Uh, no, not now. Not with Roman out of it uh, and in a program now with Rusev. They can't add – I mean, who are they going to add to it as another third guy? Sami Zayn's with Chris Jericho. Who else is there? So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, yes, that's what it is. He has to binge watch Holy Foley. That's, that's the re- oh, repercussion gosh. for – for Rollins. Have you know. watched any of that yet? I've I, I've watched parts of the first one, and I just I, I it just it just feels like Chrisley knows best, which comes on after Raw, Oof. except for you know Chrisley's got a big beard. That's basically it just it's oh, another it's another terrible family uh, reality show. Like I, I I hear it gets better after the pilot, Jesus. and maybe I'll take uh, take a chance on it uh, later sometime when I have free time, which is never. But I'm not watching it. That clown in it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Nothing with Frank the Clown. That's for sure. You don't say his name. People will look him up. Either <laughs> way, either way, the match is restarted, but Rusev got involved, and Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns went back and forth. Fantastic stuff. Really awesome stuff. I would. I want to slap the face of every person that hits you with the Roman Reigns can't wrestle thing. <laughs> Get over it, guys. The guy can wrestle. This guy got a four-star match out of Big Show. And I had people say, 
well, that was a gimmick match. I don't give a damn if it was a gimmick match. I don't care if they literally fought in hell and lit each other on fire. It was a four-star match out of 2015 Big Show when everybody knew he was going to lose and nobody cared about him. Yep. You can't force somebody to consistently have good four-star matches. You can't have four-star matches with a broomstick. Roman Reigns gets it done. Rusev cost him the match, so they are paying off this gimmick, or this this angle, rather. Mm -hmm. A lot of us were convinced they weren't going to do it, but apparently it had more to do with Rusev taking some time off than it did them not wanting to pay this angle off, Alex. Yeah, uh, I think they were they were able to you know write him off if they didn't want to fully acknowledge the fact that he got married for a second time in three weeks in Bulgaria uh, and then on one on honeymoon. Uh, they could say, well, he was nursing those injured ribs from yeah. from before. So and those injured ribs were caused by Roman Reigns. So now that he's back, he's obviously upset. And I mean, we never got a match between the two of them at the pay per view. It was. Never started, so I think I feel like we're kind of owed that as this sure. uh, finish to this to this feud. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't know what if they're going to wind up putting the title on Reigns or or what. But uh, I'm glad it was that uh, because uh, I want to see I want to see Rollins and and Owens together one on one. I want to see that match, and we get it, and I'm happy for that. Sure. Yeah, the Backlash card, or not Backlash, Clash of Champions card, shaping up right now. By the way, guys, if this is your first time listening to the Fightful podcast, watch it over on Fightful.com. We have podcasts every weekday. Mondays, we do post-Raw. Tuesday, post-Smackdown. Wednesdays, with Showdown Joe talking MMA. This Wednesday, we're doing a post-Cruiserweight Classic show. Thursdays afternoons with Matt Riddle, former UFC star, who's moved over to pro wrestling, wrestles for the likes of Evolve, PWG, wrestled for AIW this past Friday. Speaking of Fridays, Friday afternoon, we have the one, the only Vince Russo. And then on weekends, we do uh, UFC post shows and WWE post pay-per-view shows. We also have exclusive interviews. We uh, Over recent weeks, we have uh, spoken to CM Punk, Daniel Cormier, UFC light heavyweight champion, Chael Sonnen, Muhammad Hassan, We've talked to guys like EC3, lots of people, lots of exclusives over at Fightful.com. We have Russo with his his feature about five things WWE has going for them. We have Matt Riddle talking his WWE negotiations, why they passed on him. We translated, we had our, our great correspondent, Carlos Toro, translate the uh, Alberto Del Rio press conference. I'm reposting a few of my uh, long-form articles that some of you have liked as well. We have tons of exclusives over there. Lots of stuff from Bellator. Czech Congo, former UFC fighter. Joe Warren, former two-division uh, Bellator champion. So go check that out. And also, all, as always, go check out DraftBeast.com. And go to our podcast page and click those on it links. That helps us so much. So much. Send in your questions, by the way, guys. Over on Fightful.com, on the podcast page is where uh, you get those in. If you register for free... You can access our forums. You get early access to several podcasts, all kinds of stuff. It'll never cost you a dime. And we're about to do some giveaways, uh, books, card games, DVDs, things of that nature, uh, signed books at that. So uh, go over to Fightful.com, register for free to be eligible for that because those are kicking off very soon. This Clash of Champions card, Alex, 
Right now we have Sami Zayn versus Chris Jericho, Charlotte versus Sasha Banks, New Day versus The Club, Gallows and Anderson, Owens versus Rollins, and it looks like Rusev versus Reigns. What else can you see being added to this mat- this show? How many matches is that? Five. Uh, keep in mind, keep in mind, Backlash went in with five and a half announced and blew us all out of the water. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm hoping, I'm hoping not much more than that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, there, are some, there are some people I'd like to see get on the card in some way. But uh, I don't want this to be a, a nine-match pay-per-view with two on the pre-show. Uh, I'd, I'd like this to, to stay relatively contained. I don't need to see a big blow-off match between Titus and Darren Young. Nobody wants to see that. You can, you can just let that go away. Uh, so trying to shoehorn that in is just not something that anybody wants to see. But as far, so far, so good. Uh, we're probably I'm, getting we're probably getting Enzo and Cass versus the Shining Stars. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll probably do that. Oh, and yeah, Cesaro versus Sheamus. Okay. So that, that's seven right there. That's seven. Yep, seven's good. Seven's seven's decent. Uh, and they don't seem that concerned with going the full three hours or or just restricting it to three hours. Right, they are leaving themselves wide open these days. Yeah, yeah. It, so there's a lot of. Talk- yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, opportunities for them to, to either shorten or lengthen these things uh, according to whatever they need. You know, the matches can be 20 minutes. They can be eight minutes, you know, whatever, as long as they're telling the story right. I'll, I'll be fine with that. Somebody says, who's made the biggest impact so far in 2016, Kevin Owens or AJ Styles? I have to say AJ Styles just because he's been a main event talent for a little bit longer than Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean his his rise was meteoric, you know. Like uh, it was so so fast for him to go from just th- this guy who showed up at the Royal Rumble that they were thinking was probably going to be a mid card dude to fighting for the WWE champion uh, championship uh, in a couple of months, uh, and then to become it in eight months, you know, is crazy. Uh, but you can't you can't say anything bad about Owens. He's been great. Constantly with whatever they've given him, they gave him a, a goofy friendship with Chris Jericho in a in a curtain jerker match at SummerSlam against Enzo and Cass, and he was great in that too. So he can do whatever they want him to. He's fantastic. Somebody says, if you were booking Raw or SmackDown, how many squash matches would you book? Personally, me one max. But if you're doing, I think they should have done like the, the Braun Strowman Nia Jax thing, where they would kind of encounter each other on the ramp and one up each other in their <laughs> destruction of jobbers. I think that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Bo Dallas and Braun Strowman join forces as, as, a, oh, as, a, that as would a, be. a crazy, like, little guy, big guy, squash tag team. That would be kind of fun. That, I think that would be fun. That would be very fun. Uh, somebody says, did you miss Titus and D.Y. on Raw tonight? Hell no, I didn't. Were they on Superstars? I haven't checked. They were. They worked a tag match. Not with each other, against each other. Oh, it was Neville and Neville and Darren Young versus oh, Titus God. O'Neil and Curtis Axel because they hate us, or me because I have to watch it and write about it. <laughs> Everybody else can just turn the channel and not turn it on. Let's be honest, Alex. I'm going to be very honest. 
since you have worked here, I have not edited a single Superstars recap that you have done. Why would you? Why would you? <laughs> That's how little is cared. It's the one thing. Yeah. It's the one thing I don't even bother opening. Yeah. I just know it's going to be a good report, and I know people are going to enjoy it, and I know that you're going to do the right type of writing, so I don't have to edit it. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I so I, there you go. I give you leave to never have to read that stuff. <laughs> That's how little I care about superstars. Oh yeah. Somebody says is Donald Trump a lizard? I've seen no proof that he isn't. Yeah, he got, he's going to have to take that wig off at some point. We don't know what's underneath. Is the government poisoning us with chemtrails? I've seen no proof that they aren't. I mean, I mean. I've certainly been ill a few times and can't attribute to anything, so possibly. Somebody says, what is the point of writing Alicia Fox off? She was gone until last week. Nobody will care if she vanishes again. Just a body, just a body to uh, to uh, throw at Nia Jax and have her just kill. That's really it. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to, they'd have to, uh, to give Alicia a connection to somebody else who can avenge her. If if you're uh, since she was trying to avenge her friend Anne Esposito, uh, I, I don't know what to do with that. If you're if you're trying to try and write her off, who's the next person who's going to wrestle Maya Jax? Somebody asks anything interesting to do in Nashville. There's a lot to do in Nashville. Like Nashville is one of the great cities in America, even if you don't drink. Like I don't drink, and when I went there, I went to to uh, Strike Force Nashville, which is one of the all time most boring shows in that company's history, but it had that crazy brawl. I was on no sleep and my, my fight team made me go out with them afterwards. And I had a blast. Like there's just, there are music bars everywhere. There's great food everywhere in Nashville. So yeah, sure. Go there. Somebody says, which, what would you rather watch tonight's raw or every twilight movie? Oh, Oh, tonight's raw without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yep. It's not even close. Without a doubt. And twice on Sundays. Yep. I would rather scrub my gums with thumbtacks than watch every than watch one Twilight movie. I was going to say a uh, barbecue grill brush, but yeah, thumbtacks too will also work of scrubbing your gums rather than watching Twilight. Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather digest a Brillo pad than watch mm-hmm. one minute of Twilight. Mm-hmm. Somebody says Virgil mentioned on the Fightful podcast. Go look at the the music remix that sam roberts did of virgil on his show it's unbelievable and you will not be able to get it out of your head somebody says are you guys over at fifel saving the segment of rob eating his hat for some sort of pay-per-view i haven't heard from rob today i hope he's okay uh i assume it's technical difficulties maybe some digestive difficulties but i'm sure he'll be doing that on his own show shake them ropes which you can also check out um but I hope he gets a hat sponsor or something of that nature. Like he, you got, you got to get a, got to get a hat sponsor if you're going to eat one. Nothing, no, no opinions on hat eating, Alex? Well, uh, I, I mean, I, you predicted I, this last night. I did, but I, I will say, I said that he might miss today because he would have hat poisoning. So I'm 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 hoping that's not the case because you know nobody nobody wants to be prescient about predicting somebody's death, but 
However, I know that I absolutely would have gotten gone for the, the nacho sombrero myself. Uh, sure. I would have totally cheated and eaten a big hat full of nachos. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, he can go with New Era if he wants or something, a nice snapback, flat brim, something, something, get a nice sponsorship out of the whole deal. Somebody says, I'm excited for you guys to go over UFC Fight Night Portland card on the pod. Yeah, that'll be happening Wednesday evening with Showdown Joe. Somebody also says, Cedric's one, Cedric Alexander is one of those few guys where leaving ROH really helped him. Well, it helped out a lot of people. It helped out Daniel Bryan. It helped out Seth Rollins. It helped out a lot of people. But, yes, yeah, Cedric Alexander got in the best shape of his life after. I, I couldn't believe. I didn't know he could be in that type of shape. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Somebody says, what's your favorite kind of sandwich? We're getting some random questions. What is your favorite kind of sandwich, Alex? Uh, I, I like a good uh, Italian, you know, something with the salami capicola, uh, something like that. Uh, or or you can't go wrong with the Triple Decker Club where it's, you know, like the one that comes with little toothpicks in it, uh, uh, you know, the three slices of bread with the turkey and ham and bacon, lettuce and tomato. I'm, I'm a fan. We have a, a local – Italian joint called Pasquale's and they have the best turkey clubs. They're fantastic. Somebody, I don't have to answer this. I just want to share the answer on the board. Somebody says, what's next for Bo Dallas? Someone said, AA. <laughs> Man, that video was rough. I just felt so bad for that dude. Did not want that out there for everybody to look at. But. Which roster do you guys think the revival would fit better on? SmackDown amidst a field of heel teams or one of the top teams on Raw and the heels to finally topple New Day from their title run. They seem like traditionally more of a SmackDown fit. Yeah. But I think those guys are really, really good and could adapt absolutely anywhere if right. they're not bare. Right. That's, that's true. If they're given a fair shot at it, they're one of the best tag teams in the world. I really believe that. Uh, I would love to see them on SmackDown just to have them feud with uh, American Alpha for like three years in a row and have everybody else do other things. Like they're so good together. I want more of that. But uh, it's, it's true that there are a lot of heel teams on SmackDown. Uh, I just can't see them in a match with the New Day. Like you have to really f- wrestle the, the revival straight up. Uh, and I just feel yeah. like there's so much hijinks. But maybe that's maybe that's how you get the belts off the New Day, is you teach them a lesson they, that the hijinks aren't going to work on a team like the Revival, who will just beat you up. Yeah, I like the idea. The Road Warriors were always a street-smart team. That's something that, that Animal talks about in their DVD. He didn't like people outsmarting them type of thing. They They were a street-smart team, and I think – that could work with the, the revival, especially. Somebody says, "Will Sean be at Funny Bone to see Jake the Snake and Cincy?" No, I'll be right here on this podcast because it is on the twentieth, I believe. Also, somebody says, uh, "How long until Reigns is prominently a main eventer again? Do you think he'll ever get there again?" Yeah, absolutely. I think probably by the end of this year. If they turn him heel, he'll be he'll be a main eventer that minute. Yeah, sure, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's just the thing. Like we saw how they turned. Uh, the the most boring tag team, part of his bloodline, the Usos, into the heels, and all of a sudden they're way more interesting than ever before. They have these this great new uh, uh, arsenal of moves. Uh, I'm down with heel Usos immediately, and yet they still are going to keep 
you know, Roman Reigns there. Uh, it's it's funny. I, I want their, I guess the next, all together, uh, both brands on the same pay-per-view is uh, Survivor Series. I want to see a backstage segment where Roman runs into uh, the Usos and their heels, and he's still trying to be a babyface. See how he relates to that. But uh, there should, I want a lot of those kind of things at Survivor Series of guys reuniting like they did with the club and Styles and Balor in that one little segment at SummerSlam. Somebody asked if uh, there's a chance Jack Swagger will change his career. I want to see him try MMA. He's a little bit long in the tooth for that, but most heavyweights are. If he, if he wanted to try MMA, I'm, I guarantee you Bellator would give him a chance. So there's that as well. Uh, guys, if you all have not been to Fightful and you just check te- check out these podcasts, go over there. We have two to three dozen news news updates every single day. We have live viewing parties, more live viewing parties than any website, period. Like no other wrestling, MMA, boxing news websites have more viewing parties than us. Raw, SmackDown, Cruiserweight Classic, NXT, Lucha Underground. Uh, what else? TNA. WWE pay-per-views, SmackDown Raw pay-per-views, UFC shows, UFC pay-per-views, boxing pay-per-views, Bellator shows. This weekend we had Pancrase, M1, I think M1, I can't remember, Cage Warriors. We got it all. Come there, talk some trash, enjoy the page. Uh, also, get used to our uh, forums. Well, don't get too used to them. We're, we're overhauling them. We're doing a complete revamp of those. You all spoke up and we listened. We're making them more user-friendly, but you got to go over there and register to be eligible for our contests that we're going to be running. Lots of cool stuff there. Fightful.com. As always, guys, please share the pages. Uh, Facebook, Facebook groups, Reddit, Twitter, all that stuff. It really, really helps us out. We're trying to do something different and special here. Somebody says, I never realized how tall you were into your wedding pics. I- I'm not that tall. I'm six feet tall. My wife is five foot two. So, yeah. Some. <laughs> Somebody says, Rob is gone because he is shaking them bowels. <laughs> Man. Poor Rob. Poor Rob. We miss you, Rob. Alex, anything to tell the people before we go? Uh, you can see, you can get my uh, reaction pieces, the uh, Uncooked Raw reaction and the SmackDown React Down every week, as well as the midweek wrestling wrap-up, which we'll have this week. We'll have NXT. Uh, Cruiserweight Classic, Lucha Underground, and TNA. Uh, I'll write all those every week, as well as my superstars and main event coverage. Uh, and then uh, I do live coverage of Raw to like tonight, and I do it. I'm going to do it for the CWC on Wednesday. Immediately following, we're going to have a CWC wrap up podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Palowski the Fourth P A W L O W S K I T H E the numeral four T H. Also, guys, um, keep on the lookout. We have features coming up from the owner of the website, Jimmy Van. We, we will have the Vince Russo Raw review in text format tomorrow. More features from Matt Riddle. We have him again Thursday, Joe Wednesday, Russo again Friday. Russo and Joe write for us several times a week, and the only way to get those is to register absolutely free at Fightful.com. We want to bring you this premium content absolutely free. We also want you, want you to get used to uh, using these great forums that we're going to have set up. Also, tomorrow, either tomorrow or the day after, Brandon Howard's uh, – I, I had assigned him something to look at. I was curious as to how attendance and pay-per-view buy rates were affected. The first time the WWE did a brand split, 
So he's going to be taking a look at that. If you've never checked out Brandon Howard's work, it's fantastic, guys. Remember, Fightful.com. Go subscribe to us on our YouTube page. Leave us a thumbs up. It really helps. Until tomorrow night for SmackDown, guys, we are out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.